make sure I've got, hopefully this is working. Um, so why did you guys decide to file the amicus brief today? The amicus briefs are the friends of the court briefs. We think they're really important at the district court level, particularly in this case when it's really about a legal issue and the use of authority by the government that is not, it's unusual for the government to use the kind of authority they're using to try to compel the act um, of creation of code here. So, but why did Mozilla in particular feel like it needed to step in in this case? This is all about, from our standpoint, the user, and it's all about providing security for the user, and it's ensuring that uh, the web remains open, secure, safe, protected. Those are the things that are really important to us, being who we are, a mission-driven organization, that those are our ideals. That's what this case is about, and that's why we felt it was important to step in and say something here. So in this particular case, you're talking about a phone, a uh, particular device, and wanting to break, uh, not even break the encryption, but to give the uh, government the ability to more easily break the encryption, I guess. Um, you guys are a browser manufacturer. It's not a direct analog to what Apple has here. Um, what, what is the fear uh, on Mozilla's part? Why, why is it important for, um, for, the for, for this government motion to be turned down? So most importantly, this isn't just about one phone. We can all say that it is, but we know that this is about sure, security sure. and security measures that companies create. We think that the, most, that the government is ultimately responsible for public safety. What we as technology companies are responsible for is security and making the best security measures that we can make to be able to protect our users. So in this case, this is all about security. It's all about ensuring that users can use the things that they do every day on the web and that they can have encryption there and that the and nobody's going to say that we have a backdoor to those encryptions I and mean, the, the encryption processes that are set up. So it's not that simple to say it's just about that. It's actually about the security of the web. That's the first point. The second point is from the standpoint of the, the government and how the government um, is, is what authority the government's using here, it makes it so that what's the next thing that happens? What's the precedent that we're setting here? If we can compel Apple to to create code so we can compel them to speak on an issue that they have, code is protected speech. We can compel them to speak. The government can do so. Not only is that a violation of the First Amendment, but it's also taking and saying all the years of security measures that you've worked on that you put in place, we're going to end run those. You can't undo that once you do it. We can say that it's just about one phone, but we know that there are 175 other phones in New York already that the district attorney there is saying that he wants to be able to utilize this order for. And then what happens? What happens when they come to Mozilla and ask Mozilla to end run our encryption and security measures? What happens when they go to Google and do the same thing? It doesn't stop in this case. This is a precedent-setting case. Well, what do you say to the um, you know, average citizen that says, you know, I understand the need for security. Um, I generally support the need for security. But, you know, let's say that my daughter's kidnapped and the information about her is on this particular phone or is being transmitted uh, in encrypted text on it, text messaging. And I want that information right away because my daughter's life is at stake. What do you say to people like that? So what I would say is a couple of things. The government actually has powers and authority set up by the legislative body, the body that creates these things, where they can actually use their investigatory powers to do this. In this particular case, okay, the, gov ready. the government didn't actually um, use the least intrusive means. The government made d d decisions in its investigation that made it harder for them to get access to this. So what I'm saying You're talking is, about when they uh, had the password reset. Okay. Exactly. Uh -huh. That made it so that it was much harder for them to get access to it. But from the standpoint of how we can approach these issues generally, we need to look at it. The government needs to follow the authority that it has. 
We need to act quickly. We all do. None of us want your daughter to not, to, who's kidnapped to not be found. But we also can't look at this in a vacuum. You need to look to see how can we do this in a way that protects not only your daughter, but continues to protect everybody from the bad guys out there. That's what security features and technologies allow. Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm.